Fintech stocks remain under pressure and have been in a downtrend over the last seven months or so. To tell us more, let's welcome in Dan DeLev, Senior Fintech Equity Research Analyst at Mizuho. Welcome to the show, Dan. So, Dan, you know, I like your conversations. You're an active analyst here in this space. I read all your notes that come out, uh, you know, it seems like on a weekly or daily basis. And I like the fact that you're pivoting based on a lot of the data that you're receiving. Uh, but one of the stocks I kind of wanted to hit on first is Square slash Block. Uh, you know, you raised your tar price target recently on this a couple times in the last few weeks. What are your thoughts here in this, uh, in this name? Because it's been under pressure with the rest of the fintech space over the last several months. Yeah, thank you for uh, you know, reading our stuff. <laughs> Teamwork here, I appreciate it. I've always, I, I've always known someone reads it, so I yes. appreciate it. <laughs> You do, uh, but look the, to to be serious about about Square. Um, I I still like to call it Square, if I may. But yes. um, to be very serious about it, so we did a very detailed work on Square, like a deep dive, a top down and bottoms up work on Square. The key debate on Square is the strength of the Cash App, and what we think is consensus these days. Um, the true core Cash App consensus is around 2.5 billion this year. They're going to have an analyst day on May 18th. We are seeing at least 2.7 or 2.8 billion this year, and I think that's a conservative estimate because we don't take into account a lot of the cash app for teens or the 13 plus, which we've done survey work that shows you that's actually a massive share gain and share gainer and huge success. So that's what makes me excited about Square. Now, on top of it, you've got the buy now, pay later, after pay, the point of sale business. But I'm just talking about the cash app because that really drives the multiple of the stock right now. And that cash app, you know, it, it's it's the growth engine of this company moving forward. Do you see, um, you know, basically the opportunities in this space? Now, if we get that pullback in the consumer like we have and the adoption rates and the growth rates start to slow, and I think that's what a lot of uh, Wall Street had uh, problems with moving forward after their last couple of earnings events. But is that going to be the driver or do they have other levers to pull moving forward? It's a great question because you know you it's it's widely known that the cash app in as good as it is it is geared towards more lower income uh, people right so you've got this sort of tug of war between venmo on the more upper end and then the cash app on more you know that so if the consumer is weaker and that part of the consumer is weaker on a very near-term basis there's definitely um some worries about the cash app but i view this more of a um, macro situation, right? A, a macro. So there'll be a lot of stocks that will that will suffer if if there is a recession, right? So we're not calling recession here. I'm just saying on a relative basis, Square is a massive, or you know, Block is a massive share gainer, and you know they keep coming up with new products and services that can more than offset some of the weakness on the consumer side. But again, the consumer we can't control. That's a macro situation. Gotcha. And now uh, another name I wanted to kind of uh, hit on was PayPal. You know, uh, one of your notes said you see four silver linings in PayPal's earnings report, their past one. Uh, are those still coming to fruition at this point? Are you seeing any changes there? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit harder to pound the table. I still like PayPal long term. I think it's, you know, the checkout button is is a huge asset. Venmo is literally a one of a kind asset. I think if you, if you think about more Near term, I'm, I'm maybe a little bit more reserved on PayPal, right? In some recent um, conferences, the, the, they sounded at least the tone uh, from from management's perspective, and that's what we're hearing from from investors. The tone wasn't as as strong, so I'm a little bit more worried 
or, or less upbeat about the near term. It's more of a long term. Um, it's more of a long term play for for us on on PayPal right now. So the silver linings are there, but there's still a lot of issues with the you know with their their ability to sustain their share, you know, vis-a-vis -vis Apple Pay and Shop Pay and all these other solutions which are which are out there. Are they more um, you know susceptible to a slowdown in consumer spending than uh, Block is? Actually, that's that's a, that's a really interesting point. They called it out on the fourth quarter uh, results. Um, we've looked into that, and I've, I've, you know, I, I don't cover other sectors, but I've asked, you know, analysts and investors in other sectors. They're pretty much the only ones to call out that weakness early on, and I, I, I wonder if, if some of that weakness was maybe more idiosyncratic than, than anything else, because I haven't seen that. So, you know, in theory, in theory only, the Cash App should have more exposure to that type of weaker consumer than Venmo just because of the sort of the income bracket that that are in those. So I wonder, you know, what what they're seeing and why they're calling it out. It, it's still a little bit of a mystery uh, to us. Yeah, hopefully we'll get some clarity on that next quarter. And real quick, uh, Dan, I wanted to hit on Coinbase a little bit, down over 35% so far this year. It's kind of, uh, you know, disconnected from, uh, you know, crypto and uh, Bitcoin at this point. Uh, what do you see here for Coinbase moving forward? Not great things. I mean, Coinbase were pounding the table not to own. Okay. And I think Coin, <laughs> I think Coinbase is one of those one of those stocks that it will be remembered as, as sort of this, the, you know, like a, the epitome of the of the or the zeitgeist of this era. But if you think about their their number one problem, which I don't see them getting around, is that institutional take rates are two basis points. Retail take rates are over 100 basis points. Yeah. Retail take rates are going towards institutional take rates, not the other way. So at the end of the day, they became they they, they are, you know, they're they're still getting uh, they're making a lot of money, but they're investing a lot of money and they're investing money in in NFTs, which we've done you know research on, and it shows you like the literally the 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 curve or the interest in NFT has plummeted in the last few weeks. So they're investing a lot of money in something that's dilutive to their are poor the average revenue per user so i'm 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 not bullish or or i would say even bearish on on coinbase long term yeah costs are going to go down for that retail customer uh, as far as coinbase that'll shrink their margins and they're investing in something that's not completely monetizable at this point so we'll have to wait and see in that i like the outlook here dan one positive one relatively neutral on paypal and a sell on coinbase stay away all right great stuff as yeah. always dan positive uh Positive long-term, um, a little bit more, you know, wait and see near-term on PayPal. Okay, got it. All right, Dan, have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, that's Dan DeLev, Senior Fintech Equity Research Analyst at Mizuho, breaking down the fintech space.